This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Chapter 3: Motives. The sun was so deeply buried behind the clouds that there was no way to tell if it had set or not. After the long flight, chasing the sun westward so that it seemed unmoving in the sky, it was especially disorienting. Time seemed oddly variable. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. It sounded so quarantine-y, that opening sentence. Ooh, I didn't realize that, but so true. Like, what day is it? Who am I? Time? The sun? Never seen it. I know. As we go into winter of quarantine, I'm terrified. We're going to have to get ourselves matching vitamin D lights with Bella. Vanessa, can you start us off on the 30-second recap? Yes, I read this chapter three times, and something that I've realized is the more times I read the chapter, the less I remember. I also read it three times, so let's see if we can deliver. Okay, count me in. Three, two, one, go. So they're flying home from Jacksonville, and then Bella's like, ah, Jacksonville, my mom was worried about me and Edward and thought we basically stalked each other even when we were in the same room. And they go home, and Charlie is like, call Jacob. And as soon as she gets Jacob on the floor, phone, Jacob is like, talk to you later. Are you going to school tomorrow? Bye. And then Jacob shows up at school, and Edward and he are like uh, talking in a thing that doesn't make sense. And then Edward admits that Victoria was in town stalking her. And that's why he took her to Florida. When she pinned Jacob to the ground in their wrestling match. Yeah. She was like, Anne, stay down. (laughs) Grr. (laughs) Julia, are you ready to fill in my gaps? Okay, count me in. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. So Bella and Edward went to Jacksonville. Renee is really intuitive and is really like trying to figure out how Edward is so weird. He stayed inside all day writing a fake term paper and that's why he didn't go out in the sun. They fly home. Bella calls Jacob. They have a little chat. Bella thinks that he's calling to see if she's still a vampire. Um, Bella realizes if she does get turned into a vampire, she's going to have to never see her family again. Go to school. Little tuffle. That's not a word. Scuffle. Um... Who's going to win a fight? Tuffle is a combination of tussle and scuffle. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. I love this new word. 
Okay, breaking news. Do do do. So in the tuffle scene, it seems like Ben wants to fight Jacob on Edward's behalf, and we see Mike holding him back. Isn't that cute? Deconstruct why that's cute to me. It's like scrawny little Ben thinking that he can fight Jacob for like also scrawny but strong seeming Edward. That's like friendship. Huh. Okay, yeah. Toxic masculinity is cute. I see it. Being ready to stand up on behalf of your friends is cute, Vanessa. Okay, that's fair. I'm ready to fight for you. Thank you. And you would definitely win in any fight, so I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah. I would tuffle them onto the floor. (laughs) My other piece of breaking news is that at the end of the chapter, we see everyone starting to bet about who would win in a fight, Edward or Jacob. Obviously, Ben is team Edward. But we find out that Mike, despite their disastrous date in New Moon, is team Jacob. I know. In such a way that makes me think that the reason that that date was disastrous is that Mike is in love with Jacob. Mm. And I don't think that this is necessarily, like, queering up Twilight, actually. I think that this validates my theory that Jacob and Jessica are the same person. And Mike is like, my relationship didn't work with Jessica. Maybe it could work with her alter ego, Jacob. That's an interesting theory. And it makes sense that Mike thinks Jacob could win in a fight after Jacob threatened him by saying, I'm going to put you in the hospital after poor Mike gets sick at the movies. Yeah. Also, the logic is, if Jacob scared me, he's the scariest man on earth because only the scariest man on earth could scare me. Exactly. Total Mike logic as well. (laughs) Do you have any breaking news? I do. Bella's back to her weather updates. She like does all of these weather jokes, which I think really is showing us what a wonderful weather woman she would be because all weather people do is make lame jokes. She like fake wrings out her hair. Hilarious stuff there, Bella. Uh, She makes a joke about how she'd rather drink water than swallow it. (laughs) Some anti-humidity humor. Yeah, that was interesting to me because I was under the impression that Forks was also humid, but just humid and cold. Like, it rains all the time there. Like, she's she's still aspirating a lot of water in the Forks atmosphere. But I think because it's raining all the time, she's saying that she could just tilt her head up and drink the water. Got it. I got it. I understand now. That's it. You're so right. And then my biggest piece of breaking news, and I actually can't believe that you didn't scoop me on this, is that Mike and Lauren are hanging out. What do you think that means in the social dynamics of Forks High School? Oh, my God. Well, Jessica and Mike dated, and now Jessica and Lauren are BFF. Mm -hmm. And now Mike and Lauren are doing one-on-one hangs. How does Jessica feel about that? Mike and Lauren went down to La Push and saw that all of Jacob's friends were as big as he was. It sounds like they went on a date to La Push. That's an interesting theory that I hadn't considered. I thought maybe they're being extremely mature friends with exes and just all hanging out in different configurations as needed. Mike and Lauren go surfing. Mike and Jessica and Lauren all eat lunch and scoff at Bella, etc. If Peter and I break up, you cannot go to La Push with him. <laughs> Noted. I love a clear directive. Just FYI. What about genuine enjoyment? Did you genuinely enjoy anything? 
I loved the line in the parking lot when at the beginning of Edward's and Jacob's conversation where Edward says, you could have reached me at Bella's house before as to why Jacob should have called as opposed to shown up to the school. It was, I remember in Twilight, I said he needed to work on his sick burns. I was like that. He nailed it. It was perfect. And I loved every moment of it. Why do you think it was such a sick burn? Deconstruct the sickness of the burn. Well, it's just rubbing in his face that he and Bella are together and they spend all their time together and that it's also a reversal of the moment when Edward called Bella's house to find out if she was dead and Jacob picked up and said Charlie was at the funeral. So it's like how the tables have turned. Ooh, love it. The other thing is I really vibed with the chapter title, Motives. This one was very evocative. There were a lot of different motives that I was contemplating. It really framed my reading of the chapter, trying to figure out what kind of things are happening behind the scenes. Really good. Wow. Good work, Bella. Thank you, Bella. Did you have any genuine enjoyment? I really loved this, like, psychological fight about, like, how to best parent Bella as a man with romantic interests in her. Edward is like, better protected than scared. And Jacob is like, better scared than lied to. And it just felt like watching a really good tennis match. I was rooting for Team Jacob because I think that the other way is really patronizing and controlling. But it just felt like a really great conversation that was volleying back and forth between these two paternalistic controlling men. Yeah, I was also rooting for Team Jacob, but in defense of Team Edward, I think oftentimes his line of reasoning makes sense up to a certain point where, like, if you don't have a lot of information, sometimes it's better to, like, not share and scare someone needlessly until you get all that information. But once Victoria shows up and is there, like, he should spill the beans. Yeah. Like, I think it was fair not to tell her about Alice's premonition since Alice is wrong, like, 92% of the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even then, though, I would actually argue that he should tell her the premonition, which is remind Bella of the pattern that Alice is usually wrong. Yeah. But if it was like his regular worry that Victoria could come back at any moment, like that's not helpful to like share the plans for necessarily. Totally. Totally. Don't just share your anxiety. Repress it. (laughs) Exactly. Bottle it up. (laughs) Screw the cap on tight. What advice do you have today, Julia? So my first piece of advice is for Bella. She just hears the news that Victoria is back in town trying to murder her and that there was a chase and some family drama between the Cullens and the werewolves. And Edward says, do you want to go to school? And then Bella says, yes. My advice to Bella is take a sick day. There is no better reason to take a mental health day than having your stalker return to kill you. That is the perfect reason to not go to school. What should she do with her day off? Cliff diving with Edward? Cute. Or she could be involved in the plans for killing Victoria, take some agency over the situation, only if she wanted. I probably wouldn't choose that option. I'd be like, okay, Edward, Jacksonville was nice, but like, what about my trip to the Bahamas? Take a little day trip. (laughs) cute cute I like all those plans do you have any advice yeah 
My advice is to Jacob, which is like to not victim blame your stalking victim. He's calling Bella's house like every five minutes, which just sounds really annoying. And I don't know why Bella and Jacob like take this tact, like why they aren't more embarrassed in front of Billy slash Charlie is confusing to me. Like it's embarrassing to call every five minutes and have a parent be like, still not home, still not home. But then when he says to her, why didn't you call me? Like, I just think if you're trying to control someone and they don't want to be controlled, you can't yell at them for not wanting to be controlled. Got it. Don't be annoying. (laughs) Yes. My advice is don't be annoying. I just hated when he was like, why didn't you call me? It's like she doesn't need a reason to not call you. She can just not call you. Also, you called five minutes ago, so you know she wasn't home five minutes ago. Maybe when she got home, she had to poop. I have a lot to add. First, Bella called Jacob for weeks and he never answered. So like, yeah. that's rich, Jacob. Take right. your own medicine. Second, I would like to tack on a little piece of advice for Charlie and Billy, which is like when they keep calling repeatedly, don't pick up. Like, send it to voicemail. Or just, like, (laughs) tell them to stop. Pick up and be like, hey, teenager, quit it. I am the chief of police, so I have to answer my phone. But you're tying up my line. What if there's an actual emergency, doofus? Yeah. Give him a little talking to. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Julia, what other advice do you have? So my other piece of advice is for the principal to mind his own business. I need you to explain that because I would argue that anything that happens on school property is the principal's business. Ooh. But I I am open to being wrong on this. Yeah, that's an interesting idea, which I'm I'm willing to think through. But what happens is Edward and Jacob are getting in a little fight. They have this audience as it happens in high schools, people slowly cheering in the back, fight, fight, fight. They never get into a fight. The principal comes, tells Jacob to leave. Jacob speeds away on his motorcycle. It's very flashy. It's very entertaining. Wait, wait, wait. Let me do a sound effect for that. Vroom, vroom. And then he's like, those darn kids. <laughs> and then the principal tells Edward to not bring his friend around. He's like, he's not my friend. He's like, oh, do you want me to dot, 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 question mark? 
it feels like pretty racist. Yeah. Like the principal should have some understanding about like the other schools that a high school aged person could go to and like, I don't know, use any cognitive capabilities to realize you like shouldn't be calling the police on the indigenous children in the area. So that's my advice is to mind his own business and not be racist. Yeah, I'm not going to defend the racist principle. That is not a position that I want to disagree with. I think he can ask him to leave. Yeah, uh, well, and I think he can tell Edward, like, get to class. Yeah, give Edward a detention. He deserves it. Yeah. He is eternity. Punish him for some of it. (laughs) Do you have a second piece of advice? Yeah, my advice is to Edward. It's, like, time to change Bella. I understand that he wants her to, like, have a high school experience, but she's not having a high school experience. She is being stalked by, like, two different vampires like victoria stalking her and then she's like so stressed out about it that she's like i hope that the volturi stalk and kill me first because they'll be faster about it if you love her and want to protect her protect her from the like psychic pain of knowing that there are like two warring factions of vampires who are trying to murder her first and you beat them both to the punch and murder her (laughs) i think that's a great point and i think part of the root of Bella's anxieties is that Edward has created a situation in which Bella has no understanding of what's going on in her own life because he's trying to quote unquote protect her. But really all it's doing is putting her in grave emotional peril. She doesn't know like what the plans are surrounding like her own protection. And she doesn't have a timeline for when she hypothetically won't need it anymore when she's a vampire. All because... Edward is not communicating in a way that's beneficial for their relationship. His keeping secrets is backfiring and damaging Bella's psyche. Yeah, it's like all the wrong vampires want to kill her. Like, Edward just needs to suck it up. I think they could turn it into a really nice event. I do, too. We were talking about a wedding venue. I feel like wedding venues are super available now because of COVID. Everyone has Mm -hmm. had to cancel their gatherings. A Zoom vampire changing ceremony. Oh, my God. That would be really taking advantage of how we have to be socially distant because Mm -hmm. once you become a vampire, you should be socially distant. Exactly. Also, a lot of wedding planners are out of work right now, and so they could hire a wedding planner. They'd be doing a good deed. Carlisle is the officiant. It's all very cute. And then all you have to do is be like, look, this is my kink. Don't yuck my yum. (laughs) This is what I'm into. That's my advice. Just do it already, Edward. Be on the right side of history. Kill your girlfriend. Okay, Julia, we are in chapter three, so we are about to finish the triathlon of our three-event reality TV competition. So we did The Bachelor. Who won? So Lauren and Rosalie won The Bachelor. They're in love now. So happy for them. Good luck, Mike. You're not going to take Lauren from Rosalie. Edward was voted off the island. The votes were extremely clear that Edward is gone. Oh, my God. In my version of Survivor, it is totally in sync when someone gets voted off the island. It's bye, bye, bye. And the person who gets voted off has to do the in sync dance. As they leave? Yeah. They As they're go, crying? Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Exactly. I'm so into it. Okay, great. And so this week, we're doing Shark Tank. 
another show neither of us have ever seen. Yeah, so we are going to be pitching product ideas to the the sharks, and you can vote on which product you would like us to introduce to the Twilight world. I love the idea of just like a team of actual sharks. Like we're on a yacht and there's six sharks like bobbing up and down. And we're like, okay, sharks, listen up. Well, I think I have a great product for both human sharks and fish sharks alike. Okay. I mean, I we'll see. I think mine will be better, but you go ahead. Okay. I would like to propose Trader Julia's. <laughs> it is a grocery store chain that eliminates the middleman and stocks delicious frozen food, also packaged food. All of the brand is Trader Julia's and you eliminate things and the costs are less expensive. I would specifically, beyond the sharks, like to market this product to Charlie Swan, who, as Bella leaves to Jacksonville, I believe starves for days at a time because he cannot buy himself the delicious frozen food that Trader Julia's sells. I would recommend to him the mac and cheese, the samosas. I have questions. Sure. None of these things have metal containers, correct? Or do they have just like very explicit microwave instructions? Yeah, I, as Trader Julia, would never package in metal because I know my customers out there need the plastic in order to microwave. They cannot handle anything else. As one of your sharks, I would like to make a recommendation. I really like this idea, Julia. Oh, thank you. But I think it should be defrost only items. And you eat everything lukewarm? I I don't know. (laughs) But I just think if this is billed toward Charlie who I don't believe will be able to figure out how to use the microwave. Got it. Okay, maybe I'll make a line of defrost-only lukewarm food. Or like refrigerate-only, like prepackaged salads. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Okay, I appreciate the feedback. I will build that into my business model. I'm really excited to launch Trader Julia's wherever you find your current Trader Joe's. What product would you like to propose? I would like to propose a chill pill. This is just a gooped up, super bougie wrapped version of pot gummies, but they're like pot, like breath mints basically. And when somebody is like flipping out, cause for example, they're being stalked by multiple vampires. They can just like open this like really beautiful like music box container that when you open it goes like, ah, and you take one and it's a chill pill and you just get a little stoned. How much better would Bella be if she was just a little bit stoned most of the time? I mean, we know she's leaned on the NyQuil before, Mm -hmm. so this could be a healthier way to manage her stress and anxiety. She also often forgets to eat, so I feel like the munchies would probably Mm -hmm. serve her pretty well. And I just think that a lot of the best products out there are just about repackaging. It sounds like the Chill Pill and Trader Julia should collab. The munchies line. Oh, my God. I love it. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's called vertical integration, where, like, I'm up front. They, like, take a Chill Pill, and they're like, "Mm, I'm hungry. And I'm like, oh, can I recommend Trader Julia? (laughs) I think we have a real cross-promotion strategy coming. Vote on Instagram, everybody. Chill Pill or Trader Julia's or vertical integration of the two products. 
Did you have anything in your Twilight Diary this week, Julia? Well, with the whole fight about Edward and Jacob at the end and voting on who would win in a fight, I wanted to check in about where you're feeling re-Edward. I don't know. I mean, he's definitely hotter now that we've recast him as Diego Luna, but he's still abusive. If I was Bella's best friend, I would be like, this might not be a healthy dynamic. And again, I just feel like I'm repeating myself, but I think that if she were in therapy, that would go a long way. He's still a creep. What about you? I mean, as I stated at the beginning of this book, I was going to try to like understand Edward more as I was reading because there's really only so much I could take of feeling such a revulsion towards him every chapter. Totally. I'm not sure it's going well so far, but it's something I'm trying to expand my brain into. But his behavior, I really often disagree with. So it's a learning experience. Yeah. I think for the sake of this podcast, it's like fun to laugh at Edward and to like try to imagine why Bella's so into him. But if Edward were in the real world, I mean, first of all, he would be a murderer. And second of all, like, I would find a lot of his behavior really problematic. I do within the books also, but it would be particularly troubling in the real world. Yeah, and I think part of our exercise in the podcast is to, like, find joy in the, like, fictional Twilight universe and to constantly, like, feel the burdens and, like, really be combing through all of Edward's bad behavior, I think kind of ruins each chapter for me. And so trying to like have that be acknowledged and holding space for that in the podcast as we see it, but not like having that be my focus as I'm reading, I think is the shift that I'm trying to make. Yeah. The point of this podcast is to be a respite. So I think it's okay that we're finding joy in their nonsense and shenanigans. Mm -hmm. This drama is truly endless. Can't believe Lauren and Mike hanged. Lauren is with Rosalie now. (laughs) I know. So she's cheating. Mike is betraying. Lauren is betraying her BFF. Such bad vibes. Steffi Meyer did Midnight Sun and the next is going to be like the actual human population of Forks High School and it's going to be like the OC. It's going to be One Tree Hill. I would love that. Chad Michael Murray, come back for me. (laughs) Chad Michael Murray as Edward. (laughs) 45-year-old Chad Michael Murray as Edward. He's immortal, Vanessa. Julia, what do you want to put in Bella's care package? So I'm going to send her two things depending on how she chooses to spend her sick day from school. One is a swimsuit, really cute for her day trip to the Bahamas. And the second is going to be a daily planner that she can put in like how she is being protected from being stalked and also a countdown like 129 days till I get turned into a vampire. Aw, I love like a calendar with a heart around the date of her wedding. Exactly. She exits off every day. Ugh, countdown clock. Love that. It'll be like a kitten calendar because I know Bella is a cat person now. What are you going to put in Bella's care package? I'm going to get her a really sophisticated Spider-Man costume so that when Edward and Jacob fight, she can shoot out fake, like, plastic spider webs and go, stop, and, like, trap them each in spider webs. You know those, like, traps that come down from trees in movies Uh and, like, capture you in a net? 
I don't know what movies these are, but Robin Hood. Yeah, they're like in my subconscious. I want like two nets to come out of her hands and to like trap them each in a net. Mm-hmm. And then she like only lets them out when they calm down. They have to like count backwards from 10. And they have to make an I statement, each of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry for my complicity in this fight. Really, all that's happening is that I'm scared because I can't control the world. Therapy in nets. Mm-hmm. I also just, like, hate that this is, like, who's going to win in a fight, Jacob or Edward? Like, what about Bella? Bella could win in a fight if she just had some Spider-Man nets. What do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think the next chapter is just Jacob and Edward still stuck in their nets because neither of them can, like, effectively do nonviolent communication. And so they both, like, sleep in the parking lot overnight, and then they bond and become best friends because a camp out is a great way to bond. Wow. That's a cute idea. Looking forward to it. Enemies become friends. This has been Twilight in Quarantine, a toffle from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are produced and edited by Ariana Nettleman. This show is conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy, and I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I am Spider-Man. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by 8Cast. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com